0: I'm Danica Juarez and I'm Jan James and this is How's How's It Hold Up?
1: up? Hi, I'm Danica and I'm Jan and I'm Valerie and today we watched Return to Neverland, also known as Peter Pan 2 Return to Neverland. Uh, This is a disney sequel that was made in 2002 um it was not direct to video as most disney sequels were um this one actually it had at least some sort of run in theaters i don't remember if it was limited or not but it was in theaters for a little bit and yeah this is this is the um words sequel who would like to do a brief spoiler free plot synopsis of this
2: all right i can try i don't think i've
1: done one in a while
2: Okay, so it is around World War II. Uh, Wendy has grown up. She has uh, two kids of her own uh, and is married. Uh, The dad goes off to war. And uh, it's been some time while the war is going on. And Wendy told stories about Peter Pan to her children, of course. But with the experiences in war, her daughter Jane felt like she had to grow up to take care of her mom and her brother, Danny. So this family is, it's Wendy at home, Jane, Danny, and Nana too. And, and yeah, Jane doesn't really experience uh, a a childhood because of, because of war. And she thinks that her brother should grow up as well. Uh, and it's, t- it's time for her brother and her to evacuate to the countryside Uh, And I think this causes her to to lash out and tell her brother that Peter Pan isn't real. Uh, That night, she is kidnapped by Captain Hook, taken to Neverland so that Hook can lure Peter Pan out and, you know, get him and get the treasure that Peter Pan stole back. And Jane is in Neverland and has to, you know, come to terms with the fact that it's real and learn to be a child and learn to you know have fun so that she can actually learn how to fly because that's the only way that she's going to get back home. And that's probably enough information yeah. about it. Um uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, not pretty much. Yeah, what did we generally think about this? Do we think we would recommend it? No spoilers.
2: I definitely enjoyed it more than the first one. Though it was interesting to compare. I felt some things were different enough uh, not necessarily in a good or bad way, just different. I I enjoyed it more, but I'm not sure if I'd recommend it. I think the anim some of the animation is actually the animation and the music. I think is actually making me unsure.
0: Yeah, I would. I definitely would agree with that assessment. Um, I it was definitely so so much. Um, it was not problematic like Peter Pan was, and some ways I enjoyed it more other ways I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, and I'm kind of on the fence as to whether or not I would recommend it.
1: Yeah. Same. I think this is definitely a movie that I'd feel a lot better about showing a kid. That's for sure. Yeah. Cause it doesn't have egregious racism and a bunch of sexism. Um, it's, you know, I mean, it has girl power stuff, but it's not as obnoxious as some stuff around that era can be with that overall message. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it... The the level of craft that went into creating it is clearly much, much less than the original. And it shows, and so it's harder for me to watch, but a kid isn't going to care much about that. Um, and I think the overall story and message is maybe a little more competently put together and at least or at least is more palatable to me than whatever the original was trying to say i don't know yeah i'm pretty conflicted too Uh, i think we'll have to i think this is one of those where as we talk about it i'll i'll kind of come to an overall consensus on how i feel but i might i'd recommend it more than the original at any rate i don't know if i recommend it overall
0: yeah, and I would also agree with that. I definitely would not have wanted a child and my grandson to see the original. Um, well, I you wouldn't... did have
1: your child see the original, but... <laughs> I, you, I'm not I saying know. you need to feel bad. No, I know. But just... I do, though.
0: I'm, I would not want my grandson, and I wouldn't recommend for people to to let their children see. Yeah.
1: The original, the original. which is not what we're actually the talking original. about The
0: original, correct. But, but this, I, I don't think I would I would mind.
1: Let's get specific. Let's start talking about the story and characters and stuff. My first note was that the opening just really wants you to remind, just really wants to remind you of the first movie, huh? Like it, it's nothing if you haven't seen the original film. (laughs) It's just a bunch of like, it's just tink going through clouds and like they light up and that reminds you of scenes from the original. And it's like, okay, this is, it was like, Kind of cute for five seconds and then it went on a lot longer than that.
2: Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I whenever I was watching it, I was like, is this necessary?
1: It, it didn't feel like it was. So the tonality of the first part of the movie before Neverland, or I guess before Hook kidnapping her, is interesting. It's Fairly heavy subject matter, obviously. And they clearly want you to take it seriously to an extent. But then also this is a Disney animated sequel made for children. And so they undermine that seriousness with stuff like Nana 2 shenanigans and like the comedic animation on that old man who knocks on the door. Who's just like has super exaggerated facial stuff like they have these these ways that they are trying to, like, pull back from the seriousness of, like, a child living through a war that is involves bombs dropping around where she lives. Yeah, it's.
0: And what bothered me about that first sequence is they have her marching around kind of in a getup in a... Um, Almost like a, a a military hat and and nana too wearing a military hat, so Jane the daughter and she's tromping around town and it would very unrealistic because Wendy is portrayed as a very caring mother, and also I don't feel like that illustrated if their point was to show that she is
1: like a grown up agreed
0: they could have done it better in so many other ways i mean it honestly it was,
1: she was like literally playing with nana too and like yeah. had code names and stuff like they yeah. were it was she it felt like she was sort of treating her situation like a game, which is like the opposite of what we're supposed to think about her, except that's how we are introduced to her.
0: Yeah. I mean, and again, she's, yeah. And they're like sneaking around and jumping around, but again, it would have been extremely dangerous. They had already at that point evacuated a majority or, or a large portion of the children from the city. And again, it contradicted the characterization of Wendy as a mother that, Oh, she's just going to let Jane be running around town when bombs are dropping and literally life is in peril.
1: I get you're the, you always get so hung up on how the parents are, and I just literally never think of them because they rarely matter to anything. I think the my main problem with the scene is just that it kind of feels whimsical, and it shouldn't. <laughs> no, it's, I, I agree. And, like, and Nana 2's like, I'm a dog, and I have silly reactions to bombs dropping. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but like...
0: Yeah, I mean what
1: tone are we going and for here? It doesn't here?
0: and it doesn't it doesn't accomplish anything. And like you're saying, if anything, it is like you're like walking this maze and doing this, you know, shenanigans around town. There's other ways they could have made her seem serious, whether it's, you know, cooking at home or being, you know, not playing. Well, the problem or, is that it
1: doesn't make her seem ex- serious. That's it's what not I'm, until saying. she gets home exactly. that then we get to see that that she is well, it's not, she gets, she goes to the bunker or whatever. And then we get to see how she is trying to push back against the childishness of her brother. But before that, that's not the characterization we're getting. So it feels
0: I know, I, I'm agree.
1: that's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. There's other ways they could have shown it yeah. and they didn't with mm-hmm. what they did. Right,
1: right, right.
2: Yeah, I will agree that the socks reveal, like she she went out to get her brother a birthday present and he opens it and it's socks. And that felt in contrast, like you guys were saying, to what was happening before. And and it shouldn't have. It, unless, unless that was somehow their intention of like, oh, it's this little girl. And it's like kind of shifting the tone with the socks. But if it was intentional, I don't think it was effective. Like to what end? Why would they intend that? And if it wasn't intentional that they wanted her to be serious and they were, then they they failed at that because it, it did seem like a game. And so the socks thing, you know, felt in conflict with what we saw before. And then she like stuck with the I'm a serious child. I'm you know I'm taking care of them, so I have to be an adult here. Um. So so yeah, I, I, it wasn't successful either way. Yeah. Which of the
0: um. I don't know if it was one of the rescuers, but where the little girl is kidnapped and she's in a swamp. Yeah, one was That's the, the first is rescuers. That, is that the first rescuers? When she's trying to escape and her going, that was believable. Like that, she was serious and she was you know competent. If Jane was trying to navigate through the town to get these socks, they could have done it in a serious way like that. But again. It, the whole it was it, it just was not effective because like you said they made it whimsical and like a game yeah. not serious
2: yeah i think with the rescuers though like i think she still like talked to her dolly when she was doing anything that was you know brave and like something she shouldn't need to be doing she just shouldn't need to be escaping from this uh, lady who kidnapped her but but yeah like she she worked i think they kind of used her working it out with her doll as the way to to have her move forward. And I can see that being the way that Jane copes with war and like existing in this, like, you know, I need to get him a present that should be really simple to do. I shouldn't have to be worrying about bombs dropping on me and like all of these military maneuvers through the town. And, And I can accept that her kind of treating it like a game to get through it. But yeah, like the, it, being in contrast with how they tried to characterize her later. It's, I think that, like I said, they didn't succeed either way. Like they could have done it. They could have gone with this way and it'd be okay. But, but however they did it, it wasn't successful.
1: Yeah. Um, Nana two. <sighs> Not a sure. Factor. Okay. So, okay. Here's my, here's my actual question about Nana too. How do you spell it? Is it, N-A-N-N-A-T-O? Is there t o o? Is it T-W- Nana w- space T-W-O? Is it Nana with a two on the end? I don't know. How do you spell the stupid name that you gave your stupid dog? <laughs> that is literally a downgrade from the actual Nana in every way.
2: I was I saying that if it should have been something. It could have been like Papa. Like it's a boy dog now. Yeah. And, and, but... It functions in the same role. And so this is just Papa. I think that's cute. That could
1: have been cute. It could have been
2: Tutu. Just kind of like referring to Nana. But no, she's the second one.
1: It should have had some sort of outfit too. Nana had the little bonnet and that was perfect.
2: Well, the hat. Like hat at the beginning and hat. had a little
1: hat. And had I guess, hat. I guess, but then, but then, then she, when she also has a military hat, it doesn't even feel like anything, and it doesn't keep it on for the whole time. Once they're back in the house, it doesn't. She took it off at some point. Yeah, yes. meh. <laughs> Nana too is a disappointment.
0: Yeah, and I even think
1: wasn't yeah. Nana your literally your favorite?
0: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> I just remembered <laughs> I that. I
0: know, and it's like I I felt no I felt no affection or. Anything towards this Nana. uh, Not an effective character at all.
1: (laughs) How did you guys feel about the Lost Boys uh, giving us their official name since they forgot to do it in the original movie? And they're like, hey, we're marketable. Please make sure you remember our actual name so you can pretend to be us. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I kind of forgot about that. Uh, yeah.
1: But it's just yeah. like, you meet them and they just immediately are like, here are all of our names. Roll
2: call. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was nice to like, hear the voices have a chance to connect the voices to characters. Because if you don't do that, then it it's was kind nice of that they to... sounded like children. Yeah. If, if they don't do that, it's kind of hard to connect it within like sure. the context of a story of... Like who was talking, oh, okay, that's this one, but if you have that like um whoever, like you can, I think it's a good uh grounding exercise,
1: <laughs> yeah, um, can we talk a little bit about the octopus? which is such a poor replacement for the crocodile. I know. What I know. happened to the crocodile? Why did they have Hook get rid of it just to replace it with something infinitely inferior? I don't it just, know. It literally just like
2: does its own TikTok, but it's yeah. just pop, pop. There's but just
1: like, even- there's a line where Hook's like, I took care of the crocodile and now this. And it's like, why, why did we decide he took care of the crocodile? Why don't we still have that? I
0: know. Nor did they have the great music with the crocodile.
1: It's like, well, yeah, because it's literally an instrumental version of a song called uh, uh, Never Smile at a Crocodile. Right. It's supposed to be about that.
0: But they didn't even have any instrumentals or anything no. coming for the it octopus. Just they had and the poppy
2: w- thing. And they're like, that's good enough, right? And no. No, it wasn't.
1: <sighs> it I just wasn't. don't get it.
2: Yeah. And they, they, they spent time making the octopus the ever-present antagonist. And it's like, this was wasted time. Yeah. It was so ineffective. Could just, have
1: just had the crocodile and it would, it like, wouldn't find. Why? I don't. I don't. I have one guess for why they might have done it, which I'll bring up in spoilers, because, but, like, bad, bad choice. Uh, I liked that Tinkerbell, she is toned down, mm-hmm. but she still does have some of that rudeness so that I don't say a curse word, but there's a word that's more accurate. (laughs) (laughs) She still has some of it and that's, that's good.
2: Brattiness.
1: Sure. She's got some brattiness, some mean, some mean girlness.
2: Yeah. I definitely liked the intro part that nodded to some of the things that in the original that were characterizations, but that we kind of didn't like how much it happened or like wasn't challenged. Uh so so we kind of uh, Jane flies in once they rescue her from Hook and you get a synopsis through Neverland and they see the mermaids the mermaids grab her and are going to like spill the water on her head but Pan like pulls her out before they can uh and it's and so she dumps it on the other mermaids and Tink is, you know, grumpy because she wanted to see that happen. So you get the nods to all of that, but but it's it's done, and then it's, and then you don't have to worry about it again. And I I think I prefer that.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um. Okay. This is maybe I forget where our spoiler cutoff was for the original. Uh, So this might have some spoilers for the original. So if you care about that, I don't know, skip ahead a minute or something. Why doesn't Hook know where Peter Pan's hideout is anymore? I know. It looks like it's literally in the same place as when it exploded. Also, why is it not exploded anymore? It was a tree. Yeah. Maybe
2: they converted a different tree
1: I get. I would have appreciated even a line gesturing at that.
2: Yeah, because it's
1: almost like the original didn't happen, except it had to have because of Wendy.
0: Yeah, um, I will say this. I don't think they refer to it as Hangman's Tree, and and it wasn't the original. So, but so it maybe did look we could the assume same. they made
1: a tree so. that's like the same.
0: Yeah, I don't but know. It even
1: has the the like part where you go under the water and oh, it's I know, there.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but like you said, I mean, otherwise he knew where that was.
1: I wouldn't. Mean, I would have. I would just would have appreciated even a throwaway line like the throwaway line that gets rid of like explains what happened with the crocodile. Yeah. Like just something vaguing at it because it's like that was sort of a big part of <laughs> the end of the last movie, but whatever.
0: Yeah, and you could have even something as literally as simple as as Hook saying, I need to find his new hideout. Sure. I yeah. mean literally that's all they you know would have had to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh I like I liked the part after Jane gets pushed off the rock and all the lost boys are like, oh, I got her, I got her and then she crashes into the ground like she's friggin' wily coyote. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> it was overly cartoonish, but I did, I I was amused by it.
2: I think that is indicative of, of one thing that I was back and forth on about how cartoony this film was.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh so you have the wily coyote silhouette that she, you know, yes. falls through and like leaves in the ground.
1: The Lost Boys themselves are like a lot more cartoony than they originally were.
2: The pirate crew, like uh, the the noises that go along with like the the sound effects of things that happen. Yeah, some like kind of stock
1: sounding sound effects.
2: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah.
1: I think I enjoyed the Lost Boys more than I did in the original. I think I enjoyed the pirates less. Yeah,
2: yeah, about right.
0: I would, I would agree. I would absolutely agree. Um, I also found it interesting. I don't know if we clarified when Hook uh, kidnapped Jane, he thought he was kidnapping Wendy. And so they don't reveal. So he has her in a sack and then it's never revealed to actually to Hook I don't think that he has the yeah. wrong person. There uh, was a deleted then,
1: scene that we watched where where, it, where he did find he out. Did. But yeah, as it is in the movie, there's never like a moment where he's like, "Oh, I didn't get Wendy." Correct. And in and again
0: he was trying to lure uh Peter Pan, so Peter Pan rescues uh Jane and then when Peter she Pan sets her face. down, yeah, and lets her out, she immediately
1: punches him in the face, which I mean, I loved that because I mean, Peter Pan is a character that probably deserves to be punched yeah. in the face.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just mean with the characterization of Jane, I just feel like it's kind of inconsistent. I just think they kind of had her character all over the place. They didn't portray her being serious enough at the very beginning before she got to Neverland, except in the house. Um,
1: What's your exact complaint about the about the part a where complaint. she punches It in? just
0: was a little bit, sur- Yeah, I don't know. I I just. I don't feel like they f- they followed through with that toughness really of her that much. Mm.
1: I don't know. I think it's more just like she's been tossed around in a sack, and she's like, whoever's doing this to me is bad. Okay. So when I yeah. come out, I got to be fighting. Yeah, yeah.
2: that that's uh, yeah. yeah. And th- yeah, and then when she hits him, she's like, "Ow!" and is like yeah. nursing her, <laughs> which hand. shows that
1: she clearly isn't actually a fighter. She just felt like she needed to be in this yeah. situation.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, we don't need to see flashbacks to stuff we've already seen earlier in the movie. Yes. While she's being sat under a rock, her face can just go through some emotions and we can just kind of intuit stuff. Yeah. We really don't need flashbacks. And similarly, I didn't need a voiceover of Hook talking about the whistle that he gave her literally five <laughs> minutes ago. Less yes. than five minutes ago.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah. So yes. that's one thing I didn't mention is that Hook's plan is to use her desire to go home as a way to get Peter Pan and the treasure and all of that. So he'll take her home if she finds the treasure for him and he gives her a whistle to blow once she finds it. So.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I appreciated them using the fact that we know Hook can be crafty again. Um, like, yeah, I I appreciate that. And it's also the way in which he's tricking her doesn't lean into sexism, which is nice. Yeah. Um,
0: also, I'll... sorry.
1: Also, Valerie said, moonwalk into the foliage as he, oh, as he retreated so from great. the scene. Yes, yes that, that was, was hilarious. Fun. Yes,
0: yes. I was just going to say, the the proximity or or the timing with so much of it was, it was annoying to me because, for example, when that scene where Hook and the Pirates are listening in on um, Wendy, uh, sorry, on Jane and the Lost Boys and Peter Pan, finding out that she can't fly and that she wants to go back home and all that kind of stuff. There, they seem to be in close proximity of the hideout, and then and they weren't discovered by Peter Pan and the Lost Boys spying on them. So why then didn't they just? Wait and and watch them go home because they were right by so the. Hideout. Came up
1: with the plan. It's you know, like oh, I've got to do this know, immediately.
0: I, uh, and then I love how then when it was silly how they could just be right somewhere. And I don't want to give away a spoiler scene, but it's like boom, they were there in an instant.
1: Yeah,
2: that's true. Uh, but yeah, when they were hiding. Uh, It definitely felt like sometimes they were close, sometimes they were far. Like you're close enough to hear it, but far enough for you to have like this conversation about it. I
1: actually have a theory about why it's awkward. And I think it's because based on one of the deleted scenes we watched, they intended them to find out about her wanting to not being able to fly and wanting to go home in a different scene yeah. and i think they just smooshed i think literally some of the scenes of them hiding in the bushes were the same ones that were in that deleted scene so yeah, i think they point. mashed those together is probably why it feels a little discordant yeah that's a
2: really good point i remember that of yeah but it, yeah them hearing about it was at a different place yeah yeah that makes sense
1: Uh, why is spitting on their hands a thing that the Lost Boys do in this one? Did they do that in the first one? I don't remember them doing that. And it's gross and I hate it. And it's
0: gross because they exaggerate all the spit on the hands. It was just too much. And they did it too many times. You must be really hydrated
2: to have all that. I guess so. Just talking loogies. Before we move on, two things. Uh We didn't really talk about Wendy just as a character. Oh,
1: I mean, yeah, she's a mom.
2: But so she's-, she's
1: got more characterization than a lot of Disney moms. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah,
2: no, she definitely does. I mean, you have all yeah. the pre.
1: She's just not in a lot of the movie by virtue of how it functions, right? But and yeah, then
2: and then my other question. Well, so she she's always believed in Peter Pan. And yeah. So she marries this guy Edward. <laughs> how did? <do, laughs> how do you? How would you feel if your wife talked about this? Her childhood friend. Um, Peter Pan, like, all the time. I mean... just, like, passing down these stories. He's
1: obviously gotta be okay with it if he decided he wanted to be with her.
2: Like, where? how often does that come up? Probably <laughs> not, a lot. Yeah, like, did she not talk about it until she had... Her kids were mm, born, and she then... She
1: definitely <laughs> talked about it before that. <laughs> but how do
2: you talk about it with somebody when it's not in terms of...
1: I mean, honestly... The thing that we assume from the original movie, because there were they already knew the stories of Peter Pan, is that these are stories that exist. That's fair. Okay? okay. So it's not like just a thing that she experienced. It's also there are stories that exist in this world of this thing. Yeah, yeah. She obviously married someone else who really loves those stories. I think so. She's got, I mean, maybe he's not obsessed with it like her, but he's got to at least appreciate it to put up with that.
2: That's fair. That's you
1: know, fair. like he's got to at least be familiar with him. And he's like, ah, uh, yeah, that was a thing I loved as a child kind of thing, you know, but like he's not as into it as her, but he's like happy for her, you know, <laughs> kind of like you with me and other and all the things that I get into. <laughs> oh,
2: so I died were here. Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and he was, and he, they, he seemed to, be on board with passing it down to their children because, again, yeah. they're with their children and saying, oh, look, and, you know, whatever. All
1: yeah, I ones. don't... Uh, he's probably... I mean, uh, he's barely any character at all. Truly. But th- what I would assume is that he's not into it in the way that she is, but is obviously okay with it and is, I'm sure, familiar with the tales.
2: Yes, yeah. That. that thanks for reminding me about that. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That,
1: that, like, they're stories that exist in Not Neverland. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it seemed to have been handed down to wendy because her father you know Mm that the the flashback and oh i remember and blah blah blah. so sure but her father also hated those
1: stories and stuff to an extent so it's not necessarily like only a story that he knew i i think it is probably in the culture to an extent but it's probably because stuff like what's insinuated with the father that other people have had experiences and then they've made stories and probably at some point someone Made a play or something <laughs> about it, you know? What I'm saying, yeah. So. All right, all right. Do we want to talk about some voice acting stuff? Sure, sure. Um, my my first note is just that Cubby's voice was a lot better, so a lot easier better. to deal with. <laughs> He's the the uh, fat kid with the bear outfit, and he actually sounds like a child, which is infinitely better than his atrocious voice from the original. Yeah. So, thanks, thanks for that. Um, but yeah, how generally, I'm especially curious what you guys feel about the voice actors for t- returning characters,
2: young Wendy which all of them like, are
1: different, of course. What?
2: Did not like young Wendy. It was life. probably the
1: same one who voices her as she's older. Mm,
2: oh, I thought it was, she
1: only has one voice actors for Wendy, uh, so yeah. I think... Which, yeah. which, since you're mentioning Wendy's voice actress, Catherine Beaumont, who voiced her in the original, actually did record all her lines for this, but was ultimately replaced. I
0: just oh, she might
1: have sounded too old for the like. Maybe they thought she sounded too old. I don't know. What I don't older. know how old she was. I don't know. Been, but but
0: I, to me, there just wasn't enough connection. Not only did Wendy, I don't feel like it looked like Wendy. I don't feel like they aged that well or that there was enough commonality that it looked like Wendy, mm-hmm. nor did I feel like she sounded like Wendy. So I, I wish they had used the original uh, voice actresses. Because voice even music. if
1: her like age didn't feel right, at least it would have been her voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, voice. Um, how,
2: how, who
1: else
2: was returning? I, well, mean, I mean, Peter I'll, Pan, obviously. I mean, he I mean, sounds it. fine. Like, yeah.
1: I think I probably liked his original voice a little more, but it wasn't really much of a. Like it's fine.
2: <laughs> it, yeah, it, even if it didn't sound the same, it felt you know close enough.
1: The Lost Boys, none of them sound remotely the same, but also they none of them sounded like memorable in the original, so that's fine. Yeah, they just sound like kids, and that's yeah. fine. I think our main ones to talk about is probably Hook and Smee. Oh,
0: me.
2: <laughs>
1: were, were they like... different? Oh yeah, they're di- oh, they're new. Okay. Who, I, I don't thought... I don't think that the people who originally voiced them are ne- were necessarily still alive. So uh,
2: yeah, I don't think they're or
1: at least them. working.
2: Smee was more, like, nasally, right?
1: Yeah. I... So, Smee, since you are bringing him up, I'll, we'll do first. Um, I felt like he is a perfectly fine Smee, but he's de- he definitely doesn't sound like the original. Like, he sounds noticeably different.
2: Yeah. Is he, like, what... You, there, there are some characters where, like, you have kind of a memory of them and that's you have a imprint of, like, kind of what you think they are. That's not necessarily what he is whenever you go back to them. So, like, me, what you kind of get distilled from the film is, like, is uh, this character.
1: It's hard for me to say because, honestly, I feel like I didn't like how he was written, mm. which then affects how the voice is done because based on the lines and stuff. I don't feel like Smee was very good in this film. I don't feel like they understood his character.
0: Yeah, I do.
1: But I do, I mean, I don't want to be too harsh on the voice actor because he's a great voice actor. And um, I'm going to mention him. He might've been in stuff before, uh, but never enough for me to talk about him. His name is Jeff Bennett. He's a prolific voice actor. Some notable roles to us that he has done is the singing voice of Zazu from Lion King, Mm -hmm. um, Petrie in all of the Land Before Time sequels. Oh. Peter Puppy and the narrator from the Earthworm Jim cartoon.
2: Yeah, that's for all of us. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. (laughs) That's maybe for his narrator voice. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) uh, Candle, Candle, you know that Candle guy in Freakazoid? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: Really gonna do that? Okay. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna do that. <laughs> Dexter's dad in Dexter's laboratory. Oh, Dexter's Johnny dad. Bravo, the character. Okay. Oh wow. And th- uh, oh, Jeez. not not and two more. Three of the five members of the gang Green Gang, oh. which would be Ace, Big Billy, and Grubber. You know which ones those are. I is mean, you Ace, know, Ace. Ace, Ace is the main guy. Yeah. Big Billy's the big guy. And Grubber's the one with the creepy eyeball thing who spits all the time.
2: Uh, Ace, the one who was in uh, Gorillas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ace, the Gorillas band member. Yeah. Uh, and he really was. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, At oh. some point, they actually literally had the character Ace from Powerpuff Girls in Gorillas. Oh, it was weird. Oh my gosh. Um, And Choose Goose from Adventure Time. Choose Goose. Yeah, Choose Goose. Um, And a whole, like a whole, whole smorgasbord of minor roles too. He does a lot of minor roles in Animaniacs. I like when I was doing the the songs and stuff, I had to credit him a bunch because he's in there doing stuff all the time. But he doesn't really voice a lot of prominent characters that return in Animaniacs. The main one is like Baloney. (laughs) <laughs> like the the dinosaur that's a pastiche of Barney. Okay. Um. But yeah, he does a lot of bit roles. Um. Then what about the actor for Hook? Corey Burton, who I personally think he did a good job. Um. I mean, he's obviously not the original guy, but I think he, I think he did a, a good job of like hitting that. And I think my any of my real issues with how Cook was in this film. <laughs> (laughs) Is just how he was written, not Corey Burton's voice acting. I think Corey did a great job. He's also a prolific voice actor, uh, some notable roles are uh, Ludwig von Drake and most Disney media, uh, you know, the kind of science-y duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Count Dooku and Cad Bane from Clone Wars. Oh, wow. um, And Ansem the Wise in Kingdom Hearts after the point where Christopher Lee couldn't do that voice anymore, which that makes two Christopher Lee roles that he does Uh, (laughs) because Count Dooku. Um, So yeah, he he tends to do the kind of, some of the deeper stuff, Uh, but he did a good job with the, the wackier Captain
0: Hook. Well, here's the problem, I think. Here is part of the problem, or possibly the, the biggest problem, hopefully I can articulate this well, um, with the pirate scenes and with Captain Hook and Smee, is it was rushed. There was not enough nuance, nor was there enough buildup. Uh, it was just like all bravado, uh, all the time. It, it, it just went from zero to to ten in milliseconds. And so unlike, for example, in the original Peter Pan, where you had that really interesting scene where uh, Smee is giving Captain Hook a shave, And, and, and then that slowly builds up to uh, him hearing the crocodile and then he starts his panic and mania starts building and building and building. They
1: didn't do any of that in
0: this one. He would just all this like here
1: once, like they kind of tried with like the foot stuff where he's like massaging his feet or something, but, it, but you're but right. All it's of that was,
0: uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. all, but that whole massage was, was just uh, one wacky thing after another. Yeah. There, there was no,
2: realness to it
1: it was just
2: it wasn't yeah Yeah. agreed i think that is an effect of it being so cartoony that they went for more jokes than they needed to and it undermined the scenes
1: yeah like hook as a character is supposed to be someone who can feel genuinely intimidating and also be goofy but he never really feels genuinely intimidating in this no. one.
0: No, no, yeah, same.
1: Which isn't Cory Burton's fault, it's the writing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about animation.
2: Boy, do we have um, oh, uh, uh. What do we? Th-
1: uh, what do we think of that uh, kaleidoscope effect to enter Neverland?
2: Yeah, I said it is great.
1: Unless... It's, it's interesting. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a choice.
2: Yeah, so as it transitions from London to Neverland, there's... It's just a whole thing. It's a, just a big
1: kaleidoscope thing. It's.
2: And. Yeah. Why? I, I, know, don't, I don't know.
0: They didn't. I don't feel like it was done that well. Even. Yeah. It and, was pretty And I didn't like the
1: boring. choice.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It could have been done more interestingly if that's what you wanted to go for.
2: But honestly, it's like, why? What's the point of this? Yeah. Just like, give me my time back and put it into building up the characters better. Like giving time for scenes that need emotion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think Valor and I probably have a lot to say about this. It's hard to handle some of the CG elements that feel like they're super unnecessarily CG elements. And I think that they think that their CG looks a lot cooler than it does, as evidenced by the very long scene with Hook's ship going through London and everything CG. Yeah. (laughs) And it just... It doesn't necessarily look outright bad, but it's, it's like a pretty good, like a a pretty decent PS1 cutscene, maybe. If if even that.
2: So I have... Final Fantasy
1: had better PS1 cutscenes.
2: I have that it feels like a toy. I think what it is, is that it doesn't feel grounded and real. Because they're having the ship interact with, like, the streets, like, the anchors dragging stuff on the street. It, like, goes by the clock. It, there's other things that... It
1: flies through the planes. Yeah,
2: there's things that are supposed to make it feel like it's interacting with the world. And it never really does. Uh, like, I I think of a, a kid, like, having a toy and, and, like, whooshing it through some scene. It just... It, it, it doesn't feel connected. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's, the, like, supposed to be this big action piece. And it doesn't... You don't feel it. You just... I just want it to be over.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and there's just lots... There's lots of CG elements, like, littered throughout this that just... Just draw it. It doesn't feel good. Yeah, even the Why were this the, like, sequels or whatever were CG at one point?
2: Why? This, Stop there it! CG clouds during the scene. Yeah. Like, the beginning intro Tinkerbell stuff. And, like again it felt like they wanted it to be impressive and and like oh look at these things that you saw before and it's like i actually don't need any of this none of this is like especially striking like, like yeah cuz like it
1: makes me think of um treasure planet which also has a lot of cg like the ship is always cg basically and stuff but it does feel like at least it has a stylistic thing it's doing with it and it feels like it is trying to to use that with purpose for the camera angles and stuff and we had some of that with the scene where the cg ship flies with the cg london but yeah. it felt excessive and not very interesting
2: yeah and in for treasure planet to me it's also like there's this like super cool technology like this this technological alien element and so it has a metaphorical function as well. Yeah. Using this animation style to represent that. And maybe they could have done that with like, oh, this is like the imaginative Neverland stuff in real world London. And 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 maybe that stylistic difference can have that kind of metaphorical function. But again, either it, it they meant to do that and they didn't succeed or they didn't mean to do that and it just looks bad.
1: Yeah. I also think that and this is a problem with like a lot of the Disney tune, Disney sequels is I feel like the coloring's bad. I feel like it's, it's like, it's like what's new Scooby-Doo where the colors are just too bright. And it just, am I the only one who, when we watch some of the deleted scenes felt like a lot of the pencil animation Looked better than the final product.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I'm so glad you articulated this because it, it, I, I just didn't enjoy it visually as much as I did the original yeah. at all. And the other thing is for sure. Which some... they're
1: different. The original was like cell animation, and this is mostly using computers because they had been doing that since like Rescuers Down Under but the main disney studio still was able to give it a depth and stuff that made that not feel awkward at least to me i'm sure some i'm sure someone somewhere has problems with it but like i think all of the main disney output looks looks great and i mean i don't expect this to look as good as that because this is like the other studio that makes disney sequels and stuff but yeah it yeah. just
0: it's, and I also uh, didn't like. I don't feel like Peter Pan looked consistently like Peter Pan. Yeah, his there face. Were, there were many yeah. times that he just bothered me, and it didn't didn't look like the same Peter Pan.
1: I feel like Jane looked pretty good and consistent throughout yes, with her face. I, would agree. Um, I feel like she was maybe the character that I most enjoyed her, like how she was animated throughout. Um, but good. I agree that Peter felt kind of inconsistent. And I think Tinkerbell, to me, was probably the
0: second most consistent. Yeah, Tinkerbell Uh, looked pretty good. But but a lot of the others, even Captain Hook, I don't think was, you know... Not as good as the original. One of
1: the better ones in this, but yeah, agreed.
2: Yeah, and it could be a function of, like, you have a whole other movie to reference for Hook and Peter Pan. uh, Or maybe they were trying to hit certain things from that movie, too. So maybe they have another, like, constraint of... We we want to try to look like this. Whereas for Jane, Jane is just this new character. And so maybe she had an edge in that case.
1: Um, What do you think this would be like live action? Um, Because I'm just now starting to think of it. And I think it could actually be pretty good. Especially having seen the Christopher Robin movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could lean into kind of what that does with juxtaposing like one person's childhood with what this child is experiencing. And in the beginning you can actually lean a lot harder into the horrors of war that this child is being forced to feel before she goes on a fantastical adventure with Peter Pan. But then even that fantastical adventure can actually have Better senses of danger and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. could be interesting. Yeah, I think you could do a. I think you do fun stuff with that. Uh, they are making the the live action Peter Pan. Um, so, I mean, if that does super well, maybe they'd do a sequel. But they probably wouldn't ever do this actual story. Um, but I it could. I think it could be interesting. I, and uh, was I the only one uh, early on, specifically when Hook is is like. Uh, creeping around and opening the window and stuff—that was literally just thinking of Hook the movie. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: there was just so much that I thought. Oh, that especially I with the how they're lean... playing
1: with the visuals of the exactly. Hook and everything. Exactly,
0: I was I was thinking that it was going to lean way. I was thinking, man, this is where they got a lot of the source material from Hook. Then I feel like it deviated after that. But I mean, the premise
1: Hook came out years before this.
0: Oh, it came out before this. Mm-hmm. Ah.
1: Hook was early 90s I believe ah, um, and this so is they 2000 borrowed. yeah so this is like borrowed. a good 10 years after So they borrowed from Hook I possibly. think so, I think so like not for most of the movie but some of the like how the the shadow of his hook and him opening the window mm-hmm. and stuff that was just immediately hook to me I feel like whoever worked on that scene at least like watched Hook and liked it Yeah
0: yeah yeah Um another thing that I think might have Bit better in the very beginning when we talked about story Fine. and characters, but it bothered. Oh, sorry, with uh, Jane's character, when I find it found it ironic that when she is sitting there in Neverland and she's been let out of the bag and then she's been flown around Neverland, then she goes goes into her whole thing is, I can't believe you, I don't believe in you or Tinkerbell <laughs> like. Now you're, I can see that when you're in London and you're hearing stories, but you have now just been all kidnapped. I mean, you have been, been you know, thrown in water, been flown all around, been dropped, been whatever. And now you're going to say, I can't believe in any of this. I mean, I, I, I 100% agree
1: that the word, that the wording is yeah. terrible. Yeah. But I think if they had worded it better, I think what she really means there is both that she doesn't want to believe in this um, and is mad that she's being forced at see to see that this is real. Mm-hmm. And also she doesn't believe in Peter and Tinkerbell. Like as people, like she doesn't believe that they will help her with what is best because she thinks that he's a dumb, silly boy who's not, who doesn't care about the same thing she cares. Like she doesn't believe in them in that sense, you know, I think it's a mixture of both, but they word it in, like, the most simplistic, eye-rolly way possible that easily makes you, lead you down the road of, like, well, they're right there, stupid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and you're right in the middle. I mean, yeah, just, just, I just feel like it was poorly written. I guess yeah. that's what I'm saying. It just, yeah, because. I
1: think it could have so easily not been, too, which mm-hmm. just makes it all the more obnoxious. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and, like, it definitely makes sense for her character to undercut that because she did it to her brother. So I think it fits in that sense, but yeah, like wording it better so that you as a viewer don't feel the need to be like, but they're right there. Yeah.
0: I mean, because even, even going off the thing is like, I don't know why my mom would have thought you were so great. I think you're a selfish, silly boy or, you know, you all don't obviously don't care. And I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to rescue myself or I'm going to have to get myself out of this. And so forth, but yeah, I, I don't. I think harping on the "I believe" just that verbiage in and of itself is problematic because it's
2: contradictory to what's going on right there. Um, yeah, I mean, with the whole "I believe" thing, it you know the the function is so that you know Tinkerbell will be hurt. So yeah,
1: I I'm glad f- we didn't have to have clapping at least to yeah. get her back. <laughs>
2: uh, but but yeah, it's like they just needed. They should have put in a bit more time to make it make more sense. So that when she said it, you're not, you're not as of, again, as if you are trying to undermine her. Because to you, it's not like logical.
1: Yeah. Do we want to talk about the music?
2: What's there to say? I have two
1: notes that I put um they're related. 2000s pop music style singing is just difficult to handle in this particular movie. And mm-hmm. then ugh, I really can't handle contemporary music in this thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so there
0: There were no bops. There were not even <laughs> there were not even, you know, you know, even though it was horrible and racist, the actual instrumentals and, and the bop and the and and
1: yeah, no, the there wasn't anything those. Did were you good guys could did, could original. you guys even tell that the song at the beginning of the movie is a cover of the song from the beginning of the original movie because no. it is.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, no.
1: It's a, yeah, it's second star to the right, and it's a cover, and mm. it. And then the main one that is sung by the same person who does that cover, who is Janatha Brooke, who, I mean, she has a good voice. That's yeah. not the problem, is I'll try. And that comes up like twice in the movie. And it's, it just feels so out of place. And the
2: lyrics are so on the
1: nose. Yes. It yeah. just, it doesn't, it doesn't hold up, frankly, which is for our part later, but it just, it doesn't. Putting that sort of music in there doesn't stand the test of time. And I don't know, its I guess it's interesting to me because with the early Disney movies, I've read that that is a thing that that Disney himself worried about with the music stylings. And that's why he avoided stuff like jazz so much. And yet, when they did do, at the time, contemporary music for Jungle Book, that holds up well. Like, and it's like, how can you tell what sort of modern music will stand the test of time i don't know but early 2000s pop style singing doesn't stand the test of time and
2: it also might be the the time of the music and the setting of the film
1: yeah i think that's a big part of it is that like if you were doing a movie that is contemporary then it could still work even 20 years later because you know that it is of that time but this is world war ii it's not the style of music that works there so it just feels out of place uh there's also a brief song that smee sings um and then the lost boys have a song uh so to be one of us which is written by they might be giants oh
2: <laughs> I don't even w- remember the song. Mm,
1: me neither. It had a bunch of kids singing. It it was at least a musical number, I guess. But, but then yeah. because there aren't any others except for Smee singing a little bit to himself, oh. it feels
2: awkward. Oh no the the that's is it that's what a lost boy is.
1: E- that's not what the ta- song is called. But yeah.
2: Oh okay. I mean, yeah, it was fine.
1: Yeah, it was the most okay song. TMBG has done a lot better, but that's fine. Um, It doesn't help when you have a bunch of kids sing it, but whatever. Uh, And also, Do You Believe in Magic by B.B. Mac was just at the end of the movie for some reason. So whatever. The music in this, just none of it feels right. The closest one is the They Might Be Giant song and it's still... It's not I mean, at least it fits all right. Yeah. It just isn't that great.
2: Yeah, it, it wasn't memorable in that it was so out of place you with know, right. like the other songs. Right. Um, it was just fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and just nothing that made me feel any emotion, made me connect more to the characters. There there was just no, not even again, an inspiring instrumental, nothing. Yeah. The music did
2: nothing for me. One thing I forgot to say in animation was I liked uh, how Pan moved. He was very kind of acrobatic and gymnastic Mm -hmm. on the ship, uh, in the air, like whenever he was carrying uh, Jane around, flipping her up, them kind of switching who is holding who.
1: I like that. Yeah. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? The mermaid's boobs are covered this time. Did you guys notice that? Because in the first one, they were just like obscured by water or hair. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm. this time they had explicit covering. I didn't
2: notice
1: that. Um, and also they didn't immediately try to murder Jane. They did try to pour water on her, but that's not the same as trying to murder yeah, her. Yeah, because
2: it seems like they were, like, trying to do <laughs> maybe, her hair and kind of, like, patting her.
1: Maybe. And, you know. did,
2: well, they did, were distracting her so that the girl could come oh, in behind and, and toss it, it on it, her.
1: Yeah. It, got it, got it. And, like, did Peter talk to them about maybe don't try to kill anyone that I bring here? Is, is that why they toned down? Or have they matured?
2: I mean... <laughs> Oh, so, instead of <laughs> they him, don't age I don't think but maybe exactly I
1: meant you know yeah. inside emotionally. <laughs> emotionally
2: so he instead of saying oh they're just playing he was like oh girls get jealous around me at some point and yes. then she's
1: like uh huh <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I wasn't sure about that yeah as like so he he knows but he doesn't do anything about it I or he, yeah or he did in that he pulled her away before they could do it so there wouldn't be a repeat of a Wendy where she had to kind of get mad for her own self and he yeah, blows it off.
1: Maybe, who knows? Well,
2: there was also one time that that uh,
0: Tinkerbell makes her fall and he's just laughing. And I mean, yes, he goes down and swoops and, and gets Jane, but Jane, I don't think was having a good time in any of it because she's plummeting. She At this point, she can't fly. and
1: Man, I love yeah. Tinkerbell. <laughs> She's like, I will just try to murder people sometimes. And that's just a thing you have to accept about me. If you can't accept me at my words. I
0: guess because he just he just laughs and smiles at her. He doesn't even say tink. That wasn't not nothing. There was no correction or even <laughs> I mean, I acknowledgement guess, that that wasn't a nice thing or good. Well, thing I guess to do. it
1: was maybe slightly less awful than the time where she went and actively tried to have the lost boy shoot someone yes, out of the yes, sky. Yes, yes. So maybe she's maturing some too. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Uh, also, eye roll at uh, Hook's mom who is has a mustache and basically just looks like him in drag that he has yeah. a little picture of. I mm. mean, who
2: who could be right? Like that could be the joke of, oh, here's my thing to get out. Be like, oh, my mom. It,
1: yeah, that Yeah, like we don't know. And either way, it's an eye roll, a transphobic joke. So thanks for having that in there. Um, it's it's quick, but it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, those oh, and I guess we can mention that uh, the Native Americans are not in here whatsoever. Uh, they briefly fly through their tents at the beginning of the movie, and I think one or two other times we like see the teepees in the background. Uh, that's it. They're they're otherwise completely eradicated from this film, mm-hmm. as well as in the beginning um, when
0: uh, when Wendy's telling her children about them, and and the and the little boy is playing peter pan it's all about fighting the the pirates and captain hook yeah so no mention of
1: yeah that. none of none of the other stuff um like wendy's brothers did yeah um yeah which i mean that's it's probably for the best because whatever else they would have tried to do probably would have been eye rolly so i don't know yeah <laughs> it's yeah. it's It's not something I can commend them for but it probably made this movie an easier time than it would have been. And
0: it makes more sense than it would have been the original anyway because the the conflict is with Captain Hook
1: and the pirates and so forth. I mean that's pretty much true in the original. Anyways um, anything else with this section? Let's go on to our Spoiler Spoiler alert alert. Skip to One hour, five minutes and forty-five seconds My first note here is, oh no, Tink is definitely dead for real and forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like the don't let them see you cry joke. Um, <laughs> where they shuffle around the pole and then cry.
0: I know. I Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did like that.
1: Um, did the dad really need to come back at the end? So yeah, because I don't. It was a bit much. Is World War <clears> Two <throat> over? Seems unlikely. It feels like. It was a happy enough ending. You didn't need that.
2: Yeah, I think it might be to further kind of say like, and maybe they don't need to leave, because if he didn't come back, maybe they would still have had to. But
1: leave why is house. he back though? Who knows? Because like, I'm not a huge history war buff, but like, in the middle of World War Two. If he was just like, I feel like going home, fellas. I don't think that they'd let him. He'd have to have been injured. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Is is he like, because it's seen from very far away. So like. Maybe
2: he is. Maybe they're like. Parents will know, but the kids won't have a clue.
1: Right. I don't know. It's yeah. whatever.
2: Well and again, also if they're still evacuating
0: all the kids, even though he's home, that's not gonna change the fact that I know, they're, gonna, right? they're gonna make the kids evacuate.
1: Exactly. Uh yeah, whatever. Um and then the art at the beginning of the credits is cute, I think. Um
2: My yeah, my favorite part was at the end where they have this one mermaid. Yes. And the this one mermaid <laughs> lady, and then the credit of, of the name of, of one lady with, to me, the implication that this mermaid is the lady that they're crediting with like, yeah. whatever she's doing. She's and like, draw like, my
1: mermaid Sona, please. Yes. I'm
2: like, you get it. Like, get, get your face in this movie.
0: Uh, well, so we're not really talking about spoilers, but- oh, we can talk but about part spoilers. Of, yeah, I was just going to say, part of uh, Captain Hook's ploy, again, was to give a whistle to Jane and mm-hmm. and say, you know- Jane does uh, decide ultimately once she finds she goes on a treasure hunt, of course, with Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. She is the one that does find she finds the treasure, but then she decides she is not going to blow the whistle um, to alert Captain Hook. And so she throws the whistle away. Unfortunately in in all the revelry yeah. with with her becoming the first lost girl uh, you know and celebrating with the lost Boys and Peter Pan the the smallest lost boy finds the whistle and in all their revelry decides to blow it um, and I found it ironic that, instantly... Not
1: ironic, but... Not
0: ironic, but eye roly that instantly all of the pirates descend then immediately. It's like, oh, really? They were... They didn't know where this treasure was, but they were right you know above the entrance to it and could immediately pounce the second even if you blown. just
1: literally have a couple of seconds where she's like oh no wait no and they're like what and she's like i i and she's like stuttering or something and then they like even just a tiny bit of time yeah. to make it feel like any amount of time <laughs> elapsed but mm-hmm. whatever yeah um. Yeah, and then they go have their final confrontation on the boat and stuff, and it's fine. It's not yeah. nearly as interesting as in the original. Um, the octopus sinks the ship or whatever, and then as it's about to like fall into the water, it seems nervous about falling into the water, which is baffling, but whatever. Yeah, for the
0: well. Also, I don't feel like there was any build up in Wendy mastering and and overcoming Jane. Jane, sorry, not Wendy. In uh, Jane being able to fly because. Uh, Peter Pan and the Lost Boys are taken by Captain Hook. They're they're held captive. And then she and Tinkerbell, she saves Tinkerbell. Before... She
1: goes and sobs next to Tinkerbell's corpse. And then Tinkerbell is revived.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but you don't see any transition when she and Tinkerbell even are coming there. They could have done it then that Wendy overcomes her fear or whatever and learns to
1: to fly. I think it's supposed to be a surprise or something. But it's like, I mean, we're all assuming... Yeah. <laughs> that you're that you're good now. We're yeah. all assuming that
0: oh.
1: it's not much of a surprise, certainly.
0: But they just they almost make it like she can fly as well, or better than Peter Pan. So it's like, okay,
2: all right. She has a a lot of faith, trust, and pixie dust. It's sure. Fine. <laughs> yep. 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 That's all you need. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Anything else with spoilers?
2: Yeah. Is that all you wanted to say about the octopus? I can't remember.
1: I mean, just the octopus sucks. It's not interesting. It's most interesting thing is when it sinks the ship, I guess, but that's still not that interesting. I kind of I kind of enjoyed the good captain goes down with the ship and Hook's like, I don't want to be a good captain thing, but it wasn't that funny either. Yeah,
0: and also there was just too much screaming with Hook. Again, it was just too much always at that height and, and no... That's
1: very true. For, yeah, so there's a part early in the movie where... Tinkerbell's like pulling on a thing around his neck and he's screaming like he's scared. And it's like, it's Tinkerbell. Why would he be? He'd just, he'd be screaming in anger. Yeah. But why is he, he sounds like he's scared. And then like, yeah, he's immediately terrified of the octopus. It's like, I don't know. I could buy him being such a coward about the crocodile in the original because Literally, he lost his hand to it. His hand got cut off by Pewterpad and fed to a crocodile. And we can also assume that he and the crocodile have some personal history, too. This is probably not... This is definitely not the first time the crocodile has tried to get him, you know? So I can just... I can buy that that is just this, this horrible fear for him that has built up over time. But, like, this is a very sudden... Like, he at some point for some reason already got rid of the crocodile and then he's just immediately also terrified of the octopus in a in a way that just it just undermines him it makes him seem like just a cartoonish coward like completely yeah because he does it, a which, lot of screaming I, I don't know. And
0: yeah and then from somehow he crashes oh i know peter pan i think throws the hook throws the anchor at him but then it, it crashes all the way through the boat through yeah. several layers and into into the, the ocean um, onto the octopus who then follows then, then he leaps all the way back up through all the holes and the octopus follows him up through just that whole sequence was boring and just I don't know yeah just wasn't that funny at all
1: it's just it's very mediocre yeah yeah anything else with spoilers Oh, we should talk. We should at least say something about um, the the brief scene where uh, Peter and Wendy are reunited.
2: For sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, How did you guys feel about that part? It was okay. Again, because
0: the depiction of Wendy, again, I mean, I I like overall what they had her character do, and and as a mom again had the most probably one of the most personalities as a mom, but since she didn't look like Wendy to me and she didn't sound like Wendy. Um, and even for example, when Peter Pan was looking at her and saying, you know, Wendy and, and not really seeing her and then Tinkerbell getting closer to her and kind of like, Oh yeah, I can see you're Wendy.
1: It just didn't hit. It just didn't
0: land as well because yeah, it just, yeah.
1: I, I don't, I never really said, I don't really agree. I, she seems like Wendy to me. Um, the voice is obviously different, but I expected it to be different, so I'm not really bothered uh i I think it was is a cute little scene it It wasn't a whole lot of anything, but i I guess I think I'd prefer it was there rather than not there,
2: yeah, yeah, that's a good point, yeah, yeah, I like that, yeah, I think that uh, that it brings up a more interesting question that I would have loved to see explored about like growing up versus your childhood. That, you know, Hook kind of... That, you know, Hook did and was great for it. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, to me, some of it was just like, oh, that's a shame that I didn't get to see something about that. Because that, to me, is the more compelling story. But also, this is a kid's movie, so I don't... I can understand.
1: Some of those themes are in a movie that we'll watch after this, so...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a better movie. Um... No more spoilers. Let's go on to favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite scene? Probably the whole octopus's introduction thing. Just all of it. I didn't. I didn't care about the. I mean, I guess when the octopus is literally just a mass of writhing tentacles that might kill Jane, that's fine. But everything after that, where it has personality and starts trying to get hook is meh. Yeah, I was going to say the scenes with the octopus, and especially even at the ending one, again, where he goes... The ending one bothered me less at the beginning, I guess, just because, like, feeling that they're setting up this new thing that literally just replaces a better old thing for no apparent reason is just so obnoxious.
0: Yeah, and in particular, I I didn't like the scenes between Captain Hook and the octopus, where he just went immediately into the screaming, cowardly... "Ah!" Because there just was not enough of a buildup or connection to yeah. make that have make that sense.
2: Yeah, the maybe uh, the the clouding in the beginning is kind of up there for me. Again, stuff that's like it's
1: easily forgettable. I don't, forgettable, though, I don't I need guess. this.
2: Like you could remove this. Mm-hmm. Um, that kaleidoscope was weird.
1: You gotta pick one, baby. Uh,
2: <laughs> And then, I don't know. Um, maybe we'll I'll go with the kaleidoscope scene, because okay. I was just like, "Why?
1: What was your favorite scene in the movie?
0: This is kind of hard to find one for me too but I think for me it is uh Wendy, uh, sorry it is Jane being intro- being rescued by Peter Pan. I mean after that when she's uh, after she punches him and lets gets out of the bag and he's showing her around and the the quick thing with the mermaids and um her you know being dropped tra- and and uh Tinkerbell knocking her and 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 her falling and and just kind of that intro.
2: I think I have to agree that had a lot of fun, like a good enough balance of calling back to things from the previous one, so you have the, the you know emotions there, and then again, one thing I really liked about Peter Pan was his animation, and so those movements were were very um, energetic and, and and fun to watch.
1: Honestly, for me, I think it's the beginning part that reminded me of Hook. Like the whole Mm -hmm. the whole like build up to Hook snatching her and also actually snatching her like pretty much up until we just focus on a stupid CG pirate boat going through the air. Everything up to that point when when the pirates like are dropping down and all of the shots that are like Hook and all I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was like, problem, I think yeah. that's where I felt the most excited. And then it was pretty much like downhill, downhill from, there. <laughs> from there. Not like in a direct line. Sometimes it evened out and was fine. And maybe even up a little bit, but never at that, never back up to that height.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I think that. Okay. Who was your least favorite character?
0: The octopus. Yeah, bunny. the octopus blows. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, honorable, dishonorable mention to Nana too. Yes, um, that's true. Yes. Worse in every way. Yes. And also dishonorable mention to Smee, whose characterization would probably annoyed me the most, even though I was also dissatisfied with a lot of stuff.
2: I was going to say Smee for me.
1: Yeah. Who was your favorite character? I mean, I think Jane, because I mean, I do love Captain Hook, but there was a lot of things that irritated me with his depiction here. So I think I mean, I, th- I think Jane her animation never really bothered me. Um, I think she said, I didn't actually mention this before. She doesn't really sound very much like a kid, but whatever. I en- i enjoyed her all right. Like, I think I enjoyed her the most of any character in this. Um, I think there are a lot of aspects of her arc that could have been written better, but I found myself overall enjoying her presence throughout. So yeah, I think her, uh, that or Tinkerbell, but Tinkerbell's, not in a whole whole lot of it, so.
2: Yeah, I'll go with Jane as well.
1: I was actually going to go with Tinkerbell.
2: (laughs) I'm going to go
0: with Tinkerbell because... I feel like Tinkerbell was toned down enough for me, but she was still a little stinker. Uh, but she also, her animation was probably, again, like my second favorite as far as still looking like the original Tinkerbell. Yeah. Um, and I liked her movements and her little, all of her little dusting with the pixie dust. And I also like her, um, her parts where she, her light was going out and, and kind of that little transition for her and, and um, even yeah. the dramatic kind kind of a little finally just kind of and her how her little wings would go behind. Anyway, I, I enjoyed she, her.
1: It was weird uh it's weird to see her have pale human skin when she like when her light would kind of flicker out and you could like the coloring just looked different because I'm so used to her being lit up all the time.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um if Tim Curry played a character in this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> So important. What was your least favorite song and your favorite song? Oh, I'm just gosh. kidding. They all suck. <laughs> what uh, character would Tim Curry have played if you were in this movie? Thank uh,
0: you for not making it. You're welcome. I,
1: I can't even remember. No, well let's not even. To, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, technically, the way that I have this question phrased is if the movie was a musical, what was your favorite song? And it really wasn't.
0: Yeah. So I
1: don't think you could say it was a musical. Yeah. No. But yeah, Tim Curry. Here's my pitch. The dad. He's oh, barely in the movie, but wouldn't it sure, be so sure. fun if he just had Tim Curry's voice?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> For so his, t- like,
1: small handful of lines.
0: Tim <laughs> Curry makes everything better, I would be so
1: slightly yes. more like, oh, I hope he's all right when he goes to war. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> would would a, like, rogue uh, pirate be... No, no. Like, it, again, if this were a different movie, and instead of an octopus as, like, Hook's antagonist, there's an undermine, undermining pirate... A la Treasure Planet. Are we just writing a, a better movie now? Is that I mean, if it's better, yeah. but if it were a rogue pirate that was uh, Tim Curry, who is the actual, it's antagonist. Blackbeard
1: who who Ooh, uh, yeah. is mentioned at one yes, point.
2: Yes. Ooh, I,
0: I
1: could go for that. Just a whole like we just ignore like Peter Pan and stuff, and there's just Hook dealing with another pirate. That's the yes. whole movie. Maybe he
2: has to somehow team up with Peter Pan because this other pirate's way more like. Uh, capable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and we get oh, yeah. And we
1: get some scenes where where he's having a real rough time about he feels kind of down on himself because Blackbeard's so cool. And Smee just comforts him, you know. <laughs> they have some nice moments together. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
0: That would be great. That would be great. What's going to our
1: overall consensus? Hold
2: and- on. I want to go back. Because I would love. No, yeah, let's go I back truly, to your better movie. I truly would love it if, like, oh, a computer band had to... To work together, and Pan is like you're always, you know. Hook is like you're always, you know, so mean to me or whatever. And and Pan is like that's the game, like it's fun or whatever. But like at the end of the movie, where where Hook is now a part of the game, like they are still antagonists, but like with the the. Wink like the thing too. that he says at
1: one point when he's like trying to trick Jane about how like you know it's I would never actually hurt him it's just a game but like true but yeah. like actually that yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and so
2: like yeah In, instead of you know Hook being actually whatever about like and angry all the time it's like no this is part of the game and and like I enjoy this now but we are still you know coming at each other but with. With a different attitude. They become
1: more like rivals yeah, than with, enemies. with a respect yeah. instead yeah. of
2: this, like, anger that he's dealing with all the time.
0: And Pan knows that he actually has to get rid of Blackbeard because Blackbeard is actually a competent pirate. Exactly. <laughs> it could
2: exactly. really be a bad news. So that like, or he's not. One killer. of the
1: Lost Boys dies and that's how we know we really have. <laughs> oh, <No, laughs> Oh, sorry. No. Is that too far? <laughs> Unless he, one of the Lost Boys goes to Pirate. And that, ah um, yes, one of them defects. And that can be have some more visual references to Hook just for fun. Um but it's yeah. Blackbeard <laughs> rather than Hook that's doing the corrupting. But he yeah, he gets one of the Lost Boys on his side. But
2: like, yeah, one of the one of the lines is like Peter Pan to to Blackbeard, like, you're no fun. And then it, he kicks them off a ship and ah. fell of I don't
1: know. <laughs> well, this was some wonderful fanfic we just wrote. Uh let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate this. <laughs> um not the not the thick that we wrote not what we would rate that bummer. the actual movie
2: mm, okay so this this is a incompetent competent film uh but the music wasn't great. there's some animation choices that that weren't as good but like I wasn't overall like really annoyed with the character like problematic elements compared to the first one are just like minimal. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a
0: 2.5. Actually, that's exactly what I was thinking. 2.5. Um, and I agree with all of your uh, sentiments in that I wasn't impressed with the music. It did nothing for me. Um, I didn't like the animation as much, the coloring, and a lot of their choices. And, and, and this was it was okay, but it was not just a compelling storyline that just. Made me want to just keep, keep watching. Um, There are definitely some, overall, I absolutely liked it much more than the original Peter Pan as far as, it was just so nice at not having all the problems and the isms. It's
1: just so nice not having to deal with constant racist caricatures. Exactly,
0: exactly. But then, but then... I don't like the depiction of Captain Hook or Smee and and some other, you know, major characters. So there are definitely parts that I like better in the original Peter Pan um, and character depictions better. But since there were not all the problematic elements that I had to subtract for, I think I'm going to settle with the 2.5. And as far as recommending... I didn't even say that. I think I would... I would say sure, go ahead and watch it. I, I would not highly recommend this, but I definitely don't think that, you know, you should keep your children from watching it. Um, so
2: I would lightly recommend <laughs> if that's a thing. Sure. I actually have kind of a bigger question to ask, I think, after
1: rating. Okay. Um, I think you guys are going a little high. I'm gonna give it a two. Um, I I would lightly recommend it. If you want some Disney Peter Pan in your life and also don't want to have a long conversation with your children about racist stereotypes and um, all that, then this is obviously the better pick uh, compared to the original. Um, It's fine. I would much rather watch All Dogs Go to Heaven than this, um, but I feel like this doesn't have some of the major plotting pit holes that All Dogs Go to Heaven has. So I'll put them at the same spot, even though I think All Dogs Go to Heaven is like, it has a lot more craft, just like the original Peter Pan sure. has a lot more craft than this does. This is much more palatable and I'd be fine showing it to a child. Uh, I'm probably not going to personally watch it again. So yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess with you saying craft, like the craft of it all, I will... Drop down to 2.25. Not okay. that I think it's, like, super high, but, like, that's where it kind of started, so I will make a nod to the fact that, yeah, this...
1: It's just a lot more sloppy when it comes to the components that make it up, I think.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, but also, my, my big question, and I know this isn't something that we can, like, answer, answer, and I don't know how much you guys... Uh, well, I'll ask it. So, so from what I understand, because I'm... I don't feel this, but people might or people do of like getting really into Peter Pan and like the, the theme of like being like childlike and imaginative and I guess hopeful or whatever. Sure. I don't think this will do for those people. This film will do for those people what Peter Pan would, but like, because the initial film is so, so much like so problematic. Like, I think... how do you get, mm-hmm. is there a way to inspire that emotion, or is there another film that would inspire that emotion in someone if it isn't Peter Pan because of all these elements? Or do you have what you alluded to, this conversation about stereotypes and things like that, of like, yes, this thing is so great, but like, there's big parts of these films that are harmful and hurtful to other, to like, people that exist in this world, and we don't want to forget that, or like... People might, I don't know, either, like, if you say, you know, I, I love Peter Pan, there might be some baggage that comes with this this part that maybe you don't, you know, agree with, but, like, that's, you know, a whole other conversation that you would have of, like, I love Peter Pan, even though there's these, like, big parts of it that suck. <laughs>
1: um, For one, I feel like this movie could do that for a young child, especially a girl, because it's fairly empowering for for girls uh, especially that she gets to be the first lost girl or whatever is like nice because that's not a thing that was ever even suggested could happen for wendy yeah um but also there are a lot of adaptations of peter pan um even outside of just films there's musical there's like uh, theater stuff you could literally take someone to go see someone putting on a play of Peter Pan probably easily. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't think you need to see the original to be able to get that. And also, I mean, hook, I watched all, I watched the original Peter Pan and I watched hook as a child. Um, and I think I honestly always liked hook better. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I th- I think that there are other opportunities for it. I also kind of agree with you that I don't relate to that. Um, I certainly get obsessive about things. I can relate to that. I just don't. The story of Peter Pan has never gripped me in that way, I will say. I don't know. I think there are plenty of other things. And also, I feel like there's going to continue to be... Plenty of other things. I mean, Disney's literally working on their own one. Like a couple years ago, we had what, like two Peter Pan movies come out in the same year. I don't think either of them were generally considered good, but they might mean something to someone who saw them when they were a child. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a lot of other things that just don't have the absurd racism in it that are adaptations of this that you can just. I don't think you need the original. I think it's. I think the original is fun to watch in terms of just like watching Disney animation, but like you got to get them to be a preteen or something where they can like understand the like, <laughs> they can on some level understand the harmful messages that the depictions in that original are pumping out. I don't know.
0: I don't know. You have any? No, I mean, it's just a shame. It's just so, you know, you can't undo uh, what's what's been done as far as you can't take away that they made those choices, those original choices. And it is such a shame because again, there's so many elements of the original Peter Pan that I do love, but there's so much that are huge problems in that.
1: So I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to take, I like, I like the character of Captain Hook. And you know what? I'm just going to have the Kingdom Hearts iteration be my, <laughs> be my ideal version of uh, Captain Hook. <laughs> uh,
2: so have them play Kingdom Hearts as your answer? No, yeah. no, no. I like the, like, that's a, a good point of there are other things. And I think, yeah, people making stuff now are more able to, or like, there's just more contemporary media for kids that explores ideas and identities that weren't mainstream at the time or couldn't like legally yeah. <laughs> be shown that can have that core that Peter Pan had for other people, but is also inclusive of actual people that exist and don't, doesn't have like the misogyny of girls can't do this. Uh, You know, that Wendy was fighting against, but never truly like broke through of like, yeah, she could be a lost girl if she wanted to. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a good point. There's probably stuff now that it it just doesn't have that baggage. Yeah. And that's probably just as magical and impactful
1: as a young kid. I think that's one of the good things about... There's, there's certainly a lot of negatives that can be said about the endless cycle of, like, rehashing things. Um, and certainly when you're just kind of trying to copy what the past did. Blah. But there's a lot of creators that exists now that were inspired by the original Peter Pan and are potentially going on to create something that could fill that niche for another child that doesn't have the awful baggage that that original inspiration has. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which is pretty much what you're saying, but I just want to like the, the fact that there's creators now and has been for a couple of generations, honestly, that are influenced by the Peter Pan story means that even outside of Peter Pan, they can create, more stories that fill that desire. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. hundred um, percent. Thank you all very much for listening. Yeah. Thank you. We love having you with us. Next time, a live action movie about Peter Pan, but not the Disney one that hasn't come out yet. That's like Peter Pan and Wendy. Cause it's not out yet. We'll cover that eventually. Uh, we're we'll probably, get, the one that we're going to cover is probably a better. I know, I know it's controversial, but I can't like, I can't understand the hate. Maybe I'll watch it now and be like, wow, this doesn't hold up. We'll see. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, same here.
2: So we're watching Finding Neverland?
1: Yeah, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening and please join us next time. Bye. Thank thank y'all. Bye. Bye. Love y'all. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com user question mark you equals two seven nine zero five six six. Every little bit helps. And even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. You can go back a little bit more if you need, because... I think I'm going to do that, yeah. so... Um, so I can cut it better.
2: Right. Because if I start, it could be right, clashing. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's very helpful to edit, then I know your pain. <laughs> yes, so, you uh, get it. So I'll, I'll be, I try to. I could definitely be like, I can cut these two things together, but the way that it was intro doesn't yeah. sound smooth.